This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie. That's right. I mean, it's it's probably like the tail end of summer where you are, but you know what? It is never the wrong season to think about shepherd's pie. Yes, I made a shepherd's pie this morning, and it's currently, as we record this, the 4th of July. Yeah. Happy, happy, um, happy shepherd's pie, mm-hmm. everybody. Happy pie day. This episode, even just thinking about the words shepherd's pie, takes me right back to Linda Pascal. Okay. So does everybody remember Linda Pascal? She's like a cool mom. Cool mom, slept in late. She was my friend Jennifer's mom. She always slept in. She always had a big glass of wine with ice cubes in it in like a plastic goblet out by the pool. She made gazpacho and served it (laughs) by the pool. Also in a wine glass. Oh, Linda knows how to live. And Linda made a great shepherd's pie. And other than that, I think that I had never encountered it. I remember going home and saying to my parents like, oh my gosh, shepherd's pie. And my mom kind of brushed it off like, oh, it's like a casserole. It is a casserole. It is a casserole. It is fantastic. So I'm thrilled that we're doing this episode. Me too. It must have been your idea because I don't think I would have thought to put it on the list because it's not a dish that I've thought about in a long time. So my my shepherd's pie memory lane is basically when I was in high school, I had this girlfriend named Kathy who was from England Mm -hmm. uh, and her family was from England, too which is how that often works. Oh, huh. um, oh. I mean, she could have been like adopted from England. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, the first time like I had dinner at, at uh, her parents' house, like which of course I was very nervous about, like having dinner with, with, with her parents for the first time, uh, she said, do you want to come over for shepherd's pie? And I'm, and I'm like, uh, I don't, not sure if I know what, what that is. And then she like checked with her dad, who was the cook in the house, and, uh, and said, actually, no, I need to clarify, it's not shepherd's pie it's going to be cottage pie and the difference is that shepherd's pie is made with lamb and cottage pie is made with beef ah okay so i knew this about shepherd's pie not everybody agrees on this distinction well so here's what i was thinking so well for one thing and we'll get into this in a minute but i don't think i've actually ever had a shepherd's pie made with lamb well you have today oh it was made with lamb yeah oh it was delicious okay 
I think of cottage pie as almost being like a more of a beef stew consistency, like having cubes of beef in it. Well, as as we're going to get into like these dishes originated as like a way to use up like a leftover roast, but are now more commonly made with ground meat. So, but but like the the like leftover roast or leftover stew variety is certainly still very popular. Gosh, can you imagine having like leftover leg of lamb or something? And I can like, like imagine bury it. it under a mound of mashed potatoes. That sounds great. Yeah, but I can. It's it's it feels like a fantasy so far outside my life that yes. I would have leftover leg of lamb. <laughs> Yeah, like I, like I, I feel like if if I this is what I would do like if I lived in a Downton Abbey. Yes, right. I never. Do you ever buy like cuts of meat like that? I never buy Big cuts ones? of meat no. like that. Not even. I mean, because to to be fair, you know, you'd have a lot of leftovers and it would be very useful. Yeah. So like in some ways, maybe you could justify the expense of it, but I never buy stuff like that. To be fair, sometimes I will buy like a big pork shoulder. And make like pulled pork or like yeah. a bunch of carnitas or something. That's sure. the only like big meat piece I will buy. Yeah, me too. I think that I, I think that a lot of Americans buy their meat differently from what you and I are describing. Sure. Yeah. But now I mean, I don't, about I don't think like it's calm. Like uh, people buy a lot of like legs of lamb. I think I think it's no. kind of niche. I think it is. In kind the of U.S. Niche. at least. I, I think it's definitely like a, a Bon Appetit magazine kind of demographic. Right. Like if you if you make it. If you make like a roast leg of lamb, like a photographer from Bon Appetit yeah, will try and show break up. into your house. Yeah, they're gonna show up. They're gonna get. They're gonna get the lamb alert. They get. Yep. Uh-huh. Lamb alert. The lamb signal. Yep. Um, and then other than that, like a few years ago, we started getting the uh, frozen shepherd's pie, which is made with beef at uh, Trader Joe's, which is quite tasty. And we haven't oh. gotten it in a while. And I think we just forgot about it. I think they still make it. Oh wow! Is it uh, like family size? It's or fam- is it- It's yeah. It's like. I think actually maybe we got it. We used to get it like when December was little and didn't and didn't eat like a full like grown up serving of food or like double grown up teenager serving of food. Okay. Um. And so now maybe we stopped getting because it, it wasn't quite enough for dinner for three. Okay. Fair. So what is shepherd's pie? Molly, Let's get into it. I'm so glad you asked. Oh, uh, according to Wikipedia, shepherd's pie, cottage pie, or in its French ver- version, hachis parmentier, mm-hmm. is a savory dish of cooked minced meat topped with mashed potato and baked. Mm. And it is especially associated with northern England, which incidentally is where uh, Teenager of the Show December is right now as we record this. Wow. I don't know if they've had any shepherd's pie. I don't think so. But it's popular throughout the UK and indeed throughout large parts of the world as we'll see. Terrific. This is Wikipedia again. Quote, the two English terms, shepherd's pie and cottage pie, have been used interchangeably since they came into use in the late 18th and 19th century, although some writers insist that a shepherd's pie should be contain, should contain lamb or mutton and a cottage pie beef. Okay. Because, okay. because like a shepherd looks after sheep. Sure. And if you, but if you have cattle, you keep them in your cottage. Exactly. Uh, it's like that book, A Squash and a Squeeze. I I've, 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 I've like got lost trying to figure out like whether to try and yes and play along <laughs> and pretend that I know what this is. <laughs> but okay, what's that? Okay, well, so basically, this this person complains that her her house is too small, and you know what is she going to do? And the wise person she asks basically says, "Well, you know, bring your cow into your home. That will make your home bigger." So you know, you can see that. It, it, the book goes on, you know, bring in your chicken, oh, bring end, in you, your you sheep. All of them and then and, at the right. end, you evict all of them and, you, and your house is is a palace. Okay, um, I like that. So yeah, cottage pie is is what you make when you bring your, your cow into your house. 
Or, or like when you turn your cow out of your house, which is which is a euphemism for <laughs> you're going to slaughter it and make and make pie. Well, I, I bring cow into my house usually like wrapped in Wrap, in yeah, paper yeah. or on a little like styrofoam tray. Yeah, and it does make your house more more of a, a manner. It does. All right. So uh, according to the Oxford Companion to Food, quote, in keeping with the name, the meat should be mutton or lamb, and it is usually cooked meat left over from a roast. I wonder when the last time was that anyone made it that way. Oh, I think probably people do just not as commonly yeah. anymore. It's yeah. certainly not the only way to do it. Well, so it's kind of related to like a pot pie. Let's say it's totally related to a pot. Pie. Yeah. Yes. Or even to like chicken and dumplings kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. You're taking I mean, I, I, I wonder, you know, I think like after Thanksgiving, a lot of people will make a turkey pot pie or something like that. It seems like the yeah, the, uh, the Thanksgiving version of a shepherd's pie. Did we do a pot pie episode? I don't know. I've never really cared for pot pie. Okay, yeah, I, it's something that I, like, think of as being very comforting. And, like, I don't want to make it because it seems like a lot of work. Yeah. But, like, I like it when someone else makes it. Yeah, I, I'm fine either way. I really, I could take it or leave it. But, like, what's the is what's the difference between a shepherd's pie and a pot pie? Is it that the pot pie has a pastry crust? S- sure. I think a pot pie does have a pastry crust. It's not going to have a mashed potato crust. Yeah. I think that a pot pie also has a more stewy interior. Yeah, that's true. So uh, wetter, a wetter interior yeah, and or I think a wetter a, meat component. Wetter meat component. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think of I think of a pot pie as being like one of the most dangerous to your tongue foods. It will right? l- literally take you out. Yeah, like unless unless you're you're eating like like you know sh- shards of of obsidian or something like pot pie is right up there is like will murder your tongue. Uh, and shepherd's pie for that matter. When I first took a bite of the shepherd's pie that you made and served to me, I had to do that thing where you put your hand in front of your mouth and go like, yeah yeah yeah, to try to cool it down. Totally. Because it was already in my mouth. So I, I had like a realization recently. So on uh, a couple days a week um, uh, at my other job, I'm on uh, chat support, meaning like I have to sit in front of my computer and wait for customers to to chat in. And uh, and like I try and solve their problems with like a like an old timey, like like text to text chat room kind mm-hmm. of situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, my shift is like right by usual lunchtime. So I will like like scarf something for lunch while I'm doing this, yeah. which will often be a, uh, a stove first french bread pizza uh-huh. and i realized after after an incident that i need to like you know heat up the pizza and then like set it out of reach and set a timer for like five minutes oh, for it to cool because if yeah. it's just sitting there i can tell myself oh i won't reach over and take a big bite when it's when but it's still will. 199 degrees but i will you know it occurs to me that a really sexy thing that you and your spouse could try i mean doing the thing i just said like how do you get so sexier than sexy. that okay well no i mean you know so basically what i did when i bit into that shepherd's pie was i found a way to like blow on the food in my own mouth right okay yep i'm with you so far i think that like the next time that happens like with your spouse you should blow into the other person's mouth. Okay. So like, like I had this big mouthful of hot shepherd's pie and like, you know, if we were if we were really married, mm-hmm. I should have like leaned over. You should have leaned over and, and like, blown like, let into me, my let mouth. me take care of that for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe or maybe like cool it down with some of my ice cold saliva. <laughs> 
it, it's, uh, don't make fun of my medical condition. <laughs> okay. All right, let's go on. Uh, okay, so are there, okay, so we've talked about like chicken pot pie. We've even talked about chicken and dumplings a bit. Surely there are like uh, non-white traditions yes. that make things kind of like shepherd's pie. Yes, okay. I was so, I was genuinely surprised at like how wide ranging this is while still being very recognizable as shepherd's pie. Okay. So so like uh, pastel tutup is the is the Indonesian version, and I have never had it, but it looks great. So it's it's very similar. Oh. Uh, you know, it's it's still got ground meat. It's still probably got peas and carrots, um, or uh, I don't know if it would have carrots in Indonesia, but possibly. Um, but it has has a mashed potato topping. But the ingredients usually include wood ear mushrooms, glass noodles, and soy sauce. I'm, I love yeah. the mention of glass noodles. Me too. In like there. I love glass noodles as a filling for anything. Like like you know where they're not like the main the main event but are used for like to fill something out with and, and have like that texture yes yes does that sound good like, i love I'm, the idea of that and so it does still have mashed potatoes it on still top? has mashed potatoes on top oh, uh, fantastic the argentinian version is pastel de papas which is usually made uh, with bell peppers or other peppers in the filling mm-hmm. uh in quebec it's called pate chinois Okay. Uh, I tried to figure out. I, I don't think anyone can say for sure why the uh, the most popular explanation is that the recipe was created by Chinese railroad workers in the, in 19th century Quebec. Okay. Which is possible. Fascinating. Uh, the Chilean version is pastel de choclo made with hard boiled eggs and corn, black olives, and raisins. So, like, oh. it's a filling that could be used for an empanada or for a potato pie. I love the idea of the hard boiled eggs and the the raisins. I mean, yeah, yeah. There is a new empanada place down on Broadway that I haven't tried yet and need to try. Well, great. Yeah. So what goes into the meat mixture in like a classic like shepherd's pie recipe? Okay. So I made, like I said, I made shepherd's pie this morning. It's the first time I've ever made it. If I came out pretty good, if I do say so myself. I've been uh, named an honorary shepherd. Mm. We had a conversation on the show. You're going to have to ask me that question again because I'm going to forget after after this. Um, but uh, we had a conversation on the show where we tried to figure out, like, what do shepherds do, right? Does this sound familiar? Uh, maybe. Because, like, I know they look after sheep, but what does that mean exactly? Well, I think you have to move sheep from one place to another, like, not uh, both for grazing purposes. Right. But also, I mean, I, I I think a shepherd, for one thing, does not have like a fixed piece of land. Sure. Right. So, isn't the idea being that you would you would have this flock, but you you do, you don't look like a rancher in terms of the way you operate it? You move across the land. Okay. Yeah. No. I. It's true. I don't look like a rancher. <laughs> no, but I, I. I really don't know what I'm talking about. I'm figuring it out as I go along. <laughs> I think along. this is exactly the conversation we had last and, time. We were okay. like, we're like, we're we're afraid we're gonna we're gonna say something that that, has, that that comes off not right. Um. And I think we just have. Okay. Okay. So what goes into the meat mixture? Okay. So I had some. Uh, I had half a pound of ground lamb in the freezer that was left over from uh, making uh, pastizio uh, mm. recently mm-hmm. uh, for uh, for dinner. And then, uh, so I thawed that, and uh, and I used the Cook's Illustrated Shepherd's Pie recipe found in the book The Best International Recipe. It's in the uh, like UK and Ireland chapter. And so I you saute the uh, the ground lamb, and then in the lamb fat you saute onions, carrots, a uh, couple of herbs. I used thyme and rosemary. 
And so did you pull the lamb out of the skillet yes. with a slotted spoon yep. behind the fat? Mm-hmm. Oh, yum. Yeah, okay. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lamb, like cooking with lamb fat is very satisfying for some reason. I don't think I've ever cooked with lamb fat. And I love that. So, for instance, when I'm making fried rice, uh, I often make fried rice with bacon in it. And I use the bacon fat. Sure. Not all of it. Bacon gives oh, off yeah, so yeah. much fat. But I use some of the bacon fat right. to then cook the rice. Sure. And I, I do love that idea of getting more flavor into this thing through using the fat. Absolutely. And lamb fat is it's kind of funky. It in, is funky. In a good way. All right. So then uh, some uh, like saute some onions and carrots, herbs, um, then some uh, some peas go in there, like just some frozen peas at the end. What else did I put in there? Some red wine and and uh, like better than bouillon chicken broth. OK. And just just like a like a tablespoon of red wine, really, because hmm. um, I, I, I like I like cut the recipe down to to a third because I was just going to make like like a little uh, like baking dish serving for the mm-hmm. two of us. Mm hmm. Um, happy Valentine's Day, by the way. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I feel like this would be a good Valentine's Day dish for two. It would be. Wouldn't it? I mean, you got to really know your audience. I think that... I mean, that's probably true of like Valentine's Day celebrations in general. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. But yes, I would like this for Valentine's but like, maybe Day. Happy like Valentine's you, Day to us. Maybe if you didn't have like a special someone, you could like make this and put it out on the windowsill and like mm-hmm. the, the aroma would, would permeate out into the neighborhood. more people don't use that as like a dating technique. Like pheromones? Yeah. Well, like, like luring people with the food that you want your your beloved to eat. That's a That's a good idea. You know, like if I'm like, oh, I want somebody who who loves smoked pork ribs as much right. as I do. You know, like you got to put out those smoked pork ribs if you want to get the you smoked got- pork ribs. That's right. Like, uh, can you do that? Like, uh, you know, have you ever been on Tinder? I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. Um so, so I don't know how it works, but I'm wondering if you can just like put a picture, like it's maybe like instead of a picture of yourself, just a picture of some smoked pork ribs. I do wonder if there are like community guidelines against that. Like if you have to put up a picture of maybe. yourself. Okay, but you probably put like more than one picture. Maybe you could like put up like a picture of, of yourself, like holding up a rack of pork ribs. Yeah, Like Because people put great. pictures of themselves like doing like outdoorsy stuff or like maybe they have a cute dog. Or, or I like, bet somebody who is a chef or a restaurant cook might put up a picture of like a dish that they've made that was tasty maybe some smoked pork ribs for example sure okay (laughs) okay um and then we're gonna be great on on tinder when when (laughs) when our our spouses inevitably (laughs) leave us welding instructor alex declare knows vr training platforms like forge fx help students master their skills there's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
while the the lamb was cooking, the lamb and the vegetables, were you boiling some potatoes? Yes. Yukon so, Golds? Uh, russets. Okay. I sliced them like into kind of like half to three quarter of an inch thick slices. Peeled them. After peeling. After peeling. And uh, just simmered them in salted water for like 12 to 15 minutes until a fork went in easily. Mm -hmm. And then mashed them with uh, some butter and cream and salt. Do you have a potato masher? Yeah. Do you have one of the ones that's like, you know, spring loaded, like two? No, two parts? it's just it's just the OXO, the one that has like like the uh, zigzag zigzag radiator uh, okay. wire. Yeah. Um, very, very old school. Yeah, me too. Simple machine. Me too. I have an even like less useful one. I think it was one that I don't know, Brandon picked up at a Goodwill or something someday a long time ago. And it is so uncomfortable to hold. It has like a very Oh, you should get the OXO because it has a good handle. I like should. I think mine's quite useful. Yeah. No, I I mean I use mine all the time, but I'm always like, ow, this hurts my hand and ow, this doesn't work very well. Okay, well I know what I know what you're getting for your birthday. Oh, by the way, did I tell you that right after our salad spinner episode, I broke my salad spinner? Oh, I um I mentioned it. You did tell me I because I remember I mentioned it on on the uh, spilled milk Reddit. Oh, okay. Like nobody an, an has sent me a salad spinner yet. Well, I just asked people like send you good vibes. <laughs> like oh, in, in, just in, send in, me good vibes. It's going to be a difficult time. Yeah, the, the tough thing is too that um, we keep forgetting to buy super glue at the grocery store, mm. and I, I do think I might be able to get a little bit more use out of it with. Some yeah, super you should definitely glue. super glue a salad spinner. When you were a kid, did you find the concept of super glue just fascinating? Oh yes, like yes, absolutely, and terrifying. Terrifying, fascinating yeah, like, and of terrifying because you'd hear like you know like so it's like glued their fingers together and couldn't get them apart and yes. uh yeah it just seemed like like so cool it's so dangerous it was like it was like a motorcycle only that only that came in a tube <laughs> exactly uh -huh. <laughs> okay so matthew uh again this recipe came from cook's illustrated yeah. internet best, best international recipe. recipe but it probably it was probably originated in some issue of cook's illustrated magazine okay it was great yeah that was I really fantastic liked it. i would totally make that again I, I made sure to like i feel like this is one of those dishes where like you cannot hold back on the salt so i made sure to like season yes. like a little more than I felt like I should. I think it came out about right. It's it was beautifully seasoned. Good, delicious. Thanks. Yeah, I will. I will make this again. Like I, I don't think I really thought of myself as a shepherd's kai, shepherd's guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I definitely mean, didn't think of myself as that. Because what is that? <laughs> go on. Um, uh, as a shepherd's pie kind of person, but now maybe I do. <laughs> Oh God, we're, maybe, maybe we're falling I meant, apart over here. I meant to say a shepherd's guy. <laughs> I think you meant a shepherd's pie guy. I'm a shepherd's pie guy. <laughs> uh, um, can I? Okay, so uh, Lori, Lori and I signed up for. Well, Lori, uh, wife of the show, Lori signed up for this pie club that we've been absolutely loving. Where like once a month, someone brings us a pie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you, did you pay for it, or do you have to well, produce a pie as well? So that's kind of that's kind of the thing. No, no, it's a business that we've like a subscription like a that we subscribe to. But the the way they charge makes absolutely no sense because like they they charge you for the pie like weeks after you've received it, which like I I don't I don't get it. Like, but I'm not complaining because these are good pies. They did there was there was like a uh, like a chocolate tahini pie. There's like a rhubarb crumble pie. Um, and because what, what's the company that does this? Pie Bird Bakery in Seattle. Okay. Sign up, yeah. Like th give them, give them some money. Like you could even try and give them money before <laughs> they give you the pie, but apparently they won't accept it. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, so like uh, we we've talked on the show about how like uh, both both of us are the kind of people who like make up little songs about things that are going on around the house, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so I I've been since we joined the Pie Club, I've found myself going around singing a song that goes like this, and it could apply to Shepherd's Pie as well. We are pie guys, and we love fresh pies. I don't have any more of it oh, yet. Oh, that, that's, that's it. great. That's delightful. That's um, really delightful. We um we made up a song. So we have a puppy named Gilbert, mm-hmm. uh, and we have discovered the joys of being able to entertain our dog for periods of time by giving him a bully stick. Okay, yeah, which which is like a uh, like a bull penis. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, the the contain like the the package it comes in says like four inch bull pizzle (laughs) (laughs) i've heard this before but it's still funny every time it never gets old but anyway um we also call it his meat stick sure yeah we have a song about about meat sticks and it's like um (laughs) it's like Meat stick. God, I love my meat stick. Meat stick. <laughs> it goes on and on and on, and it has different verses. But um, yeah, so that's our latest song. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I need to develop the Pie Guys song for yeah. I think it's got a lot of potential. Okay. <sighs> yeah, I've got I've got some new some new like rock music songs that I'm working on that I'll probably like force our <laughs> can, listeners to listen to. Can by... you work the word pizzle into your pie song? I'll tr- yeah. Okay. Like um. Like for shizzle, I, I'd rather have a pie than a bull pizzle. <laughs> Why can't people just use the word? Except that pizzle is is a really great word. I mean, that's I mean, I think that's <laughs> such why. a good word. Like, what if it said like wiener? Oh. <laughs> Okay. All right. Hey, Matthew, it's my week to do Now But Wow. Oh, wait. Can I tell you one more thing about oh, Shepherd's Pie and then we yes. do Now But Wow? Please. Um, there, I found when I was when I was like just kind of Googling around that uh, apparently people love Coleman's brand Shepherd's Pie mix. Like Coleman's um, as in the, the mustard yeah, powder Yeah, and, and I was people? like, I, I assumed that this must must be like a, like a boxed kit with like instant mashed potatoes because I, I think instant mashed potatoes would work really well for a Shepherd's Pie. Mm-hmm. However, it's just like a stew season packet but this thing has like hundreds of five-star reviews on amazon so i'm kind wow. of curious to try it oh if you do please let us know uh listeners well if i do like you'll like you'll know because the the shepherd's pie signal will go out <laughs> yeah and i'll i'll show up beneath your window mm-hmm. it's like that song come to my window i'll be making shepherd's pie what's this song actually it's uh, melissa etheridge oh right, know, yeah, come yeah, yeah, to yeah. my window yeah. crawl inside mm-hmm. wait by the it's a lot of Light instructions. Of the pie. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, I'm going to do it now, but wow, Matthew. Please do. So I know that most of my now but wows on here are books, right? But or I, poems. Uh, or poems. I'm really mixing things up today. So recently, um, I had the pleasure of teaching uh, a workshop in Wisconsin, and I didn't have a car on site, and so I was very lucky that I had a couple of students who had cars on site, and one of them always had the best music playing in the car when we would go anywhere. It was so great. And she had a lot of instrumental music playing, and I I don't tend to listen to instrumental music. Like, I, I like words. But there was something so wonderful about having somebody else drive me around, like, these, like, 
prairie meadow surroundings and hearing this like gorgeous and really interesting instrumental music. So one of the the musicians she introduced me to uh, was someone named Yasmin Williams. I do know Yasmin okay, Williams. Okay, so you know Yasmin yep. Williams. I think she recently played, or at least earlier this year. Did a at, Tiny Desk concert? or Well, she's done a Tiny right. Desk concert, but she also, I know, played here in Seattle not yeah. too long ago. Apparently is amazing live. But so uh, she's only like 26. Mm-hmm. She is a black American acoustic finger style guitarist. And she grew up in Northern Virginia and apparently started playing the guitar after playing like Guitar Hero on an Xbox and was like, hey, I think I could play a guitar. So anyway, it's pretty cool. I actually went down a whole rabbit hole reading about her um, and, and kind of she's really self-taught. I yeah. Mean, did wind up going to NYU and getting a degree in music composition and stuff. But she's doing such cool and inventive stuff in terms of just making the guitar make all kinds of sounds. Yeah, it's very percussive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Doing really rhythmic, interesting things with her fingers and her arms and wrists and fantastic. She has two albums out. Uh, You can find her on Spotify. Yasmin Williams. It's spelled like it sounds really. Yeah. Yeah. My feeling about Yasmin Williams is, and I think probably like I play guitar and I think probably a lot of guitarists feel this way that like when you listen to or like see Yasmin Williams perform, like the feeling I have is like, I wish I could forget everything that I know about guitar and start over because she's like great, a great player, like in a totally different way from like a John Mayer who is like, you know, extremely technically like extremely good at like a very orthodox way of playing guitar. Yes. But Yasmin Williams just like kind of like made it up yes. and like in just a beautifully inventive and creative, but, but also like very musical, like, you know, with, within, within like a musical tradition that I understand, but done in like a, a whole like explosive new way. It reminds me, this is such a dumb metaphor I'm about to give, but it's like, like it feels like she looks at this instrument and sees something completely different right, from what like, the re- what the rest of you do. It's like when you give a kid a cardboard box, like they don't look at it and go like, this is something I pack things in and tape it shut. They're like, it's a robot. Like yeah. they just see it totally differently. And it feels like that's what she does with the guitar. Right. It's like, you know, like you probably like, like have gotten and maybe even given this advice, like in writing and you hear the same thing in music. Like first you learn the rules and then you can break the rules. Yes. And that is not how Yasmin Williams approached the guitar. It's like, it's more like what rules? Right. Right. Anyway. So yeah, you can find her stuff on Spotify. You can find it on the internet too. You can watch her tiny desk concert. Anyway, she's amazing. And how lucky are we that she is just at the beginning of her career? I know. I love that too. Yeah. Also amazing is our producer, Abby Circuit. Abby is truly amazing. Uh, You should hear her on the guitar. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Who knows? Uh, You can rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And you can uh, hang out with other people who listen to the show at reddit.com slash r slash everything spilled milk. Every every time a new episode drops, uh, like uh, Young Ben's, the guy who who founded the Reddit, uh, like makes a post for it. And so you can like uh, weigh in on this episode. We have the best listeners. We we do. Like people, People there are very, very nice and supportive. I tend to check in about once a month and sometimes comment. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, spilled milk listeners, uh, whether you're on Reddit or not, yeah. you're the best. You're, we, we love you. We and do. until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the show that, that, uh, that leads you right where you need to go using one of those like, uh, crook things that the shepherds have. Oh a, yeah. The shepherd's crook. Y- using a shepherd's crook. Yeah. I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Shepherd Crook. 
you didn't realize when you got up this morning that you would you would be faced with the most difficult challenge of your life. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.